you know, I keep seeing that background. I'm like, man, that thing's getting out of out of date. COVID's like old old news at this point. But then I keep hearing out of New Zealand, they're about to start lockdowns again. So the world's still a little crazy. But greetings, poopy heads. Welcome back to Disenthrall. I will be Patrick Smith. Today we have a cool chat for you uh, about intellectual property and the difference between maybe legality, morality, and the aesthetics of sort of interpersonal behavior. Let's get into it. He has a plan, she has a plan, and you get to pay for it regardless. The best way to get someone motivated is to stand for something strongly, deeply, passionately. Subscribe to Disenthrall. Do as you're told. Larkin, did you know we were using your do as you're told on the show? <laughs> I had seen that before, but I forgot. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I have uh, with me two very special guests, Stefan Kinsella on my left and Larkin Rose on my right. And I am in the juicy middle where I've always wanted to be. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Very good. good. Thanks for having me. Cool. Okay, so how this how this all started is uh, Larkin beat me to creating a video about intellectual property and the difference between saying uh, something is um, or should be illegal or immoral and something that you can uh, you can attack people over versus something where you can just have a negative you know, personal opinion over it. And I don't want to poison this well too much. So um, Larkin, why don't I hand it to you first? Larkin, like, give us the summary of your video and then we'll go straight to Kinsella who had some critiques of it on Twitter today, which is why we brought everybody together here. Okay. And it was a pretty short and simple video and I'll see if I can make it even shorter and simpler. Um, basically the gist of it is to begin with, I don't really believe in intellectual property um, because property like ownership of something means the exclusive right to decide what is done with something. If I own my car, I and I alone have the right to decide what's done with that. Um, until I like trade it to somebody else. So if somebody else comes to take my car and says, hi, I'm taking your car um, without your permission, I have the right to use force to stop them. And if they take it, I have the right to use force to get it back. So that's, that's what actual ownership is. And I don't consider ideas or impressions or information or sort of conceptual stuff that isn't physical to be property. I don't, I don't believe in intellectual property. Um, and my opponent today has actually written a good book <laughs> explaining why intellectual property isn't a thing. And I agree with a lot of that. The, the point I made in the video is that there's a big range in between you shouldn't use violence against something and don't be a butthead. Um, and it, it seems that there are a lot of voluntarists who sort of fall into the trap of thinking that all human behavior is is digital. Either it's a violation of the non-aggression principle or it's perfectly fine and everybody should do it and there's never a reason not to. And it's sort of a flip side of the, the there ought to be a law mentality that statists have where, well, if something's bad, of course, government should like have a SWAT team to barge into anybody's house who's doing that supposedly bad thing, even if it isn't hurting anybody. And the flip side is, well, if it doesn't justify a violent response, then it must be perfectly okay. And I think there are a lot of occasions where 
people are sort of freeloading off of content um, created by other people when those other people obviously intended to like sell it and try to make money off of it. And while I do not believe that justifies a violent response against somebody who pirates like my book, I don't even like the word pirate because pirate implies stealing. So I put it in quotes. Everybody knows what the term means, but I don't actually consider it real stealing. Um, but if somebody copies my book without my permission or copies Candles in the Dark without my permission, as you know, both of those have happened, um, there's I, I would never you know, justify the use of violence against somebody for doing that. But I would still call them a poopy head, which is a technical philosophical term. You might not be familiar. <laughs> with. But basically, I think it's it's less than ideal behavior to make it so the people creating content basically have to put in all the time and effort and those who benefit from it and like it and support it don't bother doing anything in return. So, I mean, poopy head isn't a very, isn't a very, very high threshold, nowhere near violence. I just, I think it's worth criticizing people who are apparently so unaware that the content that they like and support often only exists because one person or one little group of people put in all the time and effort to make it happen. And the attitude that, well, if it exists, I'm entitled to it, is kind of commie, think more than actually like individualists think of like, well, I appreciate what you did. So maybe I'll chip in a few bucks again, doesn't rise to the level of violence, but it's still the, the, the mentality that people are entitled to something because it exists, which seems to be behind a lot of people who, who think that's perfectly fine. Uh, I just kind of find it yucky, which is another technical philosophical term. So that's about it. <laughs> Can I, let me, let me flavor that before I give it to, to you, uh, Stefan, if that's all right. Um, because you know, two on one makes it a fair fight for you. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, I tend to, um, agree with this distinction that Larkin is pointing out where you have sort of legal, which is one judgment you have moral, which is, you know, based on moral philosophy and something that I'm very concerned with. Um, and, and I think both of those can have objective answers. Um, you work through the equation, you get a true or false when, when you ask, is it okay to use force to prevent this activity from happening? That would be a legal question or a moral question. And then I think you also have an aesthetic sort of interpersonal um, shaming or ostracization sort of section, which is like, look, you, you can hold that, I don't know, furries are weird and you don't want to be friends with them and you don't want to associate with them. You don't sell to them or, or do business with them and you'll ostracize them over behavior that you don't like that doesn't rise to the level of a moral infraction that you could use force to prevent somebody from doing. And uh, just to, just to put in my context behind this um, several times recently, uh, I see Larkin's content that we help put out the uh, attend candles uh, website, for example, um, shortly after we put in the work to not only record that, to edit it, to create the website and to put it out there, um, you know, even though we have an agreement on the purchase page that says if by, by purchasing this and agreeing to access it, you, uh, you agree to not download it and to not share it outside. So we, we made a, uh, an overt agreement that was broken by somebody, which is going to happen with all intellectual property, because again, I'm, I'm with you on uh, uh, intellectual property not only being not a thing, but being an abomination that comes with a lot of harm uh, 
especially in the hands of the government. Um, but it's also really shitty behavior because people like Larkin need money to be able to go and create more content. And when people don't contribute, then our ideas are amplified less. And I find that personally, subjectively, aesthetically distasteful, not morally, uh, not immoral, not illegal, can't use force on you over it. But I find that really shitty behavior and to the point where I would probably want to associate with a person that did that less. Um, and there's many examples of that. I'm just using Larkin's uh, Attend Candles as one. So, okay. I, two on one <laughs> to you, Stefan. Okay. Well, of course, I think basically, I don't know any, I think it's a little bit of a straw man to, to, to point this out. Uh, I don't know any libertarians who think that everything that's uh, legal is moral. I mean, almost every libertarian I know knows that uh, rights are only a subset of morals in a sense, and that um, just because something is legal and you have a right to do it doesn't mean that it's moral. I think everyone knows that, and I agree with that. And I agree that there could be ostracism and other measures for things that are immoral that don't rise to the level of a rights violation. Um, my only disagreement was on the blanket statement that basically piracy is is shitty or immoral or poophead or whatever because it's it's now in certain contexts it can be like in your case if you have a, a a request or even a contract or a condition on a website and you say look i'm going to let you access this i don't know if you have to pay or whether it's free or not but anyway if someone uses it on the condition that they don't copy it download it and they do that i would agree that's shitty because they're breaking a promise basically or they're, or they're being dishonest um but that's not because they copied something. It's because they broke a promise. Um, likewise, if I were to take something Larkin did or someone else and I put my name on it, I'm being dishonest. And dishonesty is also immoral, and people can rightly cr criticize that. But merely downloading a, a copy of the HBO um, of, of an HBO documentary is not dishonest. It's not plagiarism. And it's not breaking a contract because you're just getting a pirated copy. Someone else might have broken a contract to put the information up publicly. So I just don't think there's like if you want to say so, it's immoral uh, to copy information, you have to give a reason. And the only reason I seem to hear is, well, because the business model of certain people depends upon you not doing that. It's like, well, your failed business model is not my fucking problem. You know, <laughs> if you if you're going to have a business model that depends upon people not being able to copy something that's easily copyable, then it's a stupid business model and it's just not going to work. Um, so you have to take other measures or whatever. Um, and I think there's I, – I, I would even agree that you could argue that there is a moral obligation to try to be generous and charitable and support these causes and these activists who are doing good work. You could say if you have the means to support someone who needs the work and they're putting a lot of time and effort into it, you should chip in and donate. I even agree with that. But that's charity, and that's voluntary, and it's optional, and it's subjective. And there's no objective amount you can say, well, Kinsella should give – ten dollars and, and and elon musk should give a million or, or whatever you just you, there's no fixed answer to that it's just you should you should try to be generous and support these causes but paying hbo subscription price just to support a, a market for there being a copyright dependent industry uh just so there'll be someone that someone maybe sell their documentary to someday it's just a ridiculous argument um um you know i and, and plus the, the they aren't getting any anything from the money I pay to HBO. I, it'd be better for me to send them one dollar than to give twenty dollars to HBO. I'm sure, 
right? So if you want to argue that the documentary makers need, need some support and contributions, I'd be all in favor of that. So my my point is there's nothing wrong with copy. If someone makes information public, then no one who copies it is doing anything wrong. They're not being dishonest. They're not breaching, breaking a contract. Um, they're not being shitty. So that that's my only point. Yeah, it's it's the nothing wrong with part that I think is completely false. Like with Candles in the Dark, we totally had an agreement and somebody broke it and we don't know who and we're not going to bother trying to find out because like it's out there and that's that's going to happen. As for the crappy business model, it's a little bit like saying, well, you live in a neighborhood where people steal cars. So if you live in a neighborhood where it's easy for people to do something, it's your fault. And that's but really weird and creepy. Copying Taking is not stealing, yeah, it's not stealing, but the fact that somebody has an easy opportunity to do something buttheaded doesn't make it not buttheaded, and it doesn't but, but make it the fault. But 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 what makes it buttheaded? What's wrong with copying information that's public? What, what's well, wrong what with it? You, so when it okay. when it comes to my book, for example, there's no like there's no written agreement that if you buy my book, you're not allowed to copy it. Like, how would I even make such an agreement? But there's still obviously an implied thing with that and a million other things that people try to sell that this is one of the things I'm not trying to give away free. And I put in a bunch of time and effort and I want people to pay for it. And that is obviously my mission. And for somebody else to, to benefit from that, knowing full well that that was my intention is basically saying, I don't care about the time and effort you put into it. Um, I feel entitled to what you had if I support, if I agree with it. And that starts to get into what I think is commie thing. Now, some people, you know, and, and I'm not saying you're, you're on this side, but I've actually asked some people if I like made a movie or something and I said, I'm going to try really hard to make it impossible to, to, to copy this without my permission. So we're only going to show it in like a sealed room and you can't come in to watch it if you don't go through a metal detector. So there's no way to record it and stuff and all that silliness. Would that be justified? And some people, I, I assume you wouldn't be in this camp, but some people go, well, yeah, if you made it, why should I not be entitled to it? No, so, I agree well, with you on this that. one. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, okay. I, I, but that's no. another special case because it's you have a deal. You have a deal with the owner, and plus, it's a term of entry into the into the theater. So all right. these special now, cases, I agree with you on. Right now, between that and I released something that I tried to pay for. I mean, that I tried to have people pay for. They didn't formally agree to it, but obviously, there was the implication that. I want people to pay for this to get it. And if people try to get it without paying for it, obviously they're going against what I actually want to have happen with my stuff. And that's true whether they're the one, you know, sneaking into pirate something or they're just like downloading it after somebody else posted it somewhere. And so to say there's nothing wrong with that, like imagine somebody made the most awesome movie you've ever seen. And, you know, obviously this is a extreme hypothetical. And a whole bunch of people thought, that's so great. None of us are going to pay for it. We're all going to tour in it. And it's basically saying that the person who put in all the time and effort and all the expense and everything into it has some obligation to be the only one who gives anything 
for that thing to exist and be out there. Like I see a bunch of people saying, well, what's important is spreading the word, not making money off of it. And oddly, the people who say that almost never actually create anything because it, it implies, and again, th this sort of mirrors the, the commie mentality. It implies that those of us able to make something have an obligation to do it for free and that everybody else should be able to, to pirate it and copy it and send it around against our wishes just because it exists. And that sort of boils down to an entitlement mentality. And it's there. there's a contradiction if you think that like, well, if there was a way for me to make it physically impossible for somebody to copy it, that's perfectly fine. But if somebody sneakily finds a way around that to copy it without my blessing, without my consent, that's perfectly fine too. I don't know how you can. Listen, but it's not. But it's not sneaky. See, suppose there's no copyright law, then there's going to be pirated sites all over. They're not even going to be hidden, right? So this yeah. this this anarchist show would be on many websites right now. Okay. And so if I download it, I'm not being sneaky. I'm just downloading a file. What's sneaky about that? Let me, let me tease apart a, a definitional difference that I, th that I see that we're all having here. And I think it's around the usage of the word moral. I think Stefan is using the word moral, immoral, differently than we are. When I say something is immoral, that means that I can use force to stop it justifiably. So if no, I, mean, I just mean unethical, shitty, wrong. That's all I mean. Right. That's the break in our conversation. That, that's I'm pointing this out. This is the break in our conversation. When you say that something is moral, you're using that word differently than we are. Like when we're just saying it's like my personal opinion that that is shitty behavior that yeah, carries no and weight. I, I, and I'm okay. disagreeing with that. I'm disagreeing with your opinion. I think my opinion is that it's not shitty to copy public information ever, ever. Here, here's a simple scenario, because, I mean, there's a million, you know, hypotheticals we could come up with and I won't bother going through all of them. Suppose somebody spends $20 million to build a big drive-in theater and they put a big 10-foot fence around it and they charge like a few bucks for people to go in and watch a movie and on awesome sound system and on a huge screen and it's really cool and everything. And obviously their goal is to get back their expenses and make money off of doing off of providing this service for people. And they even build a big fence around it so people can't just see over it. And one of the people who lives nearby sets up a 20-foot scaffolding so they can climb up it and sit there with their binoculars and watch all the movies they want for free. Do you not see something kind of rude and obnoxious about the neighborhood? Zero. Doesn't? Not at all. In fact, in, in, in reality, this is what happened. You had these drive-in movie theaters and people were free riding. And so the owners came up with means of exclusion, which is they started installing these little speakers next to each car so that you couldn't sit on a hilltop nearby and watch it for free. So the owners had to make a business decision and say, our business model is something that is easy for people to free ride off of, and we might not get as many customers, paying customers as we otherwise would. So to, to, to determine whether this business model is viable, we have to see if there's a way we can exclude enough customers unless they pay so that we can make a profit. And they did that with these little drive-in speakers. And so this is just the way the free market works. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at visible information that people make public. If you make information public, then you really have zero complaint that other people can access it. But there's no such thing as making it public. And the thing is, yes, there is. It's the called publishing. That's which, what... The ease with which somebody can do something doesn't determine whether it's buttheaded. Like, yeah, it's really damn hard to produce content that won't immediately be 
copied without your consent and spread all over the place. Like the fact that it's easy and a challenge to make that not happen and you have to like deal with it. That's not a determining factor. Like, well, if it's easy to do something, it must be perfectly okay. Like that's a really weird argument. I think it's okay because there's you haven't shown what's wrong with me copying public information. Now, again, if I buy your book with the understanding that I'm not going to do that and I do it, I agree that that's, that's criticizable. Okay, that's wrong. It's shitty. Well, you're calling it you're calling it public information when it it's not trying to be public information. It's trying to be like from the people who made it. It's trying to be information available to the people who pay for it. And then it just once it's put once it's on the internet, it's public, right? All I'm saying is once it's on the internet, it's public. It's no longer secret and proprietary. It's no longer behind a wall. If it's on the internet, it's public. Well, that's sort of like saying, well, you parked your car on the street. That's public. It's mine now. Like, the no, it's not because we agree that there's property rights in cars. And I, if you're against intellectual property, then you don't agree there's property right and information. So you keep you, I think you, the reasoning you're giving yeah, yeah. is is it's like you almost want to be for IP, but you're, you're too much of an anarchist to be in favor of the laws. But you're you're parroting the IP logic in a lot of what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, no. It, I'd, it's, not, look, it's not the same to degree. Yeah. Stealing a card would justify force and taking a copying a book or whatever doesn't but it's still the argument that well it was really easy to get it as the basis for you took something that somebody else made that they only wanted that you're to not taking it you're not it. taking you're copying it yeah you, you I, I don't know from it. I don't know if I have the same argument as Larkin. So Larkin can tell me if I, if I, I'm not attempting to represent him. I'm re I'll represent myself here and it may be different from him. So for me, the problem has nothing to do with intellectual property. It has nothing to do with the, 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 the digital content involved. It is a aesthetic behavior that someone is taking actions that make an activist for Liberty less efficacious. And that could be anything. Like if somebody goes around and talks shit about Larkin you know, baselessly, I would find that as shitty behavior as distributing Larkin's content for free that he's trying to monetize so that he can pay his bills so that he can make more Liberty content. It has nothing to do with intellectual property for me. I, I have no belief in any conception of rightful uh, uh, intellectual property. It is just the anti-Liberty activist behavior that is where my criticism comes from. Uh, Larkin, is that yeah. what you're saying too, or am I separate from you? I think that's sort of just a, a, a different way to describe pretty much the same dang thing. Cause yeah, it isn't, it isn't like I own the words in this book and I'm going to beat up anybody who takes it. it. It's basically has to do with the creation and the, like the benefit to other people who know damn well that the people who created it weren't intending for other people to benefit unless they paid. And they're just like, well, screw you. We don't care. It's easy for us to take it without your consent, without your blessing, even though it's not what you wanted. And while that doesn't rise to a, a violation of non-aggression principle, I just think it's sort of buttheaded. And I think the guy who builds a scaffolding tower to watch a bunch of free movies is also kind of being a little bit of a butthead, even though he's still on his property, even though it's not a, a violation of the non-aggression principle, even though, hey, I'm just looking at the air. I'm just looking at the air 20 feet higher because I built scaffolding. It's still just, just the intent to benefit from something that you know damn well the other person created hoping to to get paid for it it's just i mean to me this is like i just don't see a distinction between different types of information you know it, uh, jeff tucker talks about uh, when he's criticizing ip like uh it, it, the complaints about ip 
which is similar to some of your complaints, I believe. It's like a little girl that has a new hairstyle and she goes to school and the next day all the girls have the same haircut and she starts whining that they stole her haircut. I mean, you know, <laughs> this is just bullshit. Yeah, and I, agree. I mean, I honestly, I could make the argument the other way almost. I think if you're an activist for liberty like we are, now, not if you're doing things for profit, okay, like like documentaries and, and things you really want to make a profit off of. But if you're just doing trying to spread the word like we are, I would argue paywalling your book and not putting it online for free is an asshole move. Because your goal is not to make a couple of extra bucks on your book. Because let's face it, our wow. books are not making a lot of our books are not like making. Uh, if you're making a lot of money, that's one thing. Although I personally don't even think you're going to make less money if you put a free free copy online. But I could argue you're oh. being a jerk by not putting your books online for free. You know how I said you didn't have the commie mentality? I take oh. it back. Oh, commie's been called. Commie has been called. <laughs> obligated because I made something from each according to his ability. I'm obligated to release that out into the world. No, it's not because of that. It's because free. if your goal is activism and spreading the word, you want as many people to read your work as possible. Yeah, but you just That's you talk as if I'm obligated to release it because I made it, because it exists. I should release it. I'm simply it to saying you could, you could, you could make the argument the other way around. That is the commie mentality. All I was my stuff is CC zero. Everything I write is CC zero. I don't. I don't paywall anything, and I put it all online. Okay. That's so, hold on. App, apples to apples. Everything Larkin puts out is not copyright. You know, uh, enforced either. Right. That's not what we're talking yeah, about. I'm not saying copyright. I'm just saying I actually put it online. I, I try to make it easy for people to read it because oh, I, I, I want see. to spread the word. Yeah, and I do that with the vast majority of things I've done over the last twenty six years. But there's a difference between between oh it's nice to do that to get the word out and you're a bad person if you don't give away for free the fruits of your labor well but, you, but you're bad. arguing you're a bad person if you copy public information so i mean it's just an yeah, arbitrary well, you're, the one, you're the one labeling it public information to make it sound like something it isn't you're, public you're has a meaning i mean it's, if you publish a book it's published that's what the word means it means it's accessible to the public it means it's not secret it's not i don't have to commit trespass against your property to get it you know it's information yeah, has a nature that it property. can be copied it's not property but right. obviously like of the few things i do that i sell the intent was i want people to have this when they actually pay for it and not when they don't unless i'm just giving it away for free and I mean, so so let's say I'm at home one night on a Friday night, and uh, um, I hear about this anarchist documentary, and I don't have an HBO subscription, and and I can just click on a button and I can play it on my screen for free. How, who yeah. actually did I hurt by doing that, and how 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 is that immoral to copy information that I don't think free? that's the claim. I think there, it yeah, is. That isn't even the claim. There there is a like there isn't a a, a harm and a damage that justifies force. There is, however, a loss when, like in this case, there, there's an extra step of complication because, you know, HBO pays other people to, to make things like this. Like, you know, Kim and Todd made this series over a period of years and they got paid to do it already. I don't even know if they get like a cut of sales in the future. Like, I don't know what arrangement they no, have. No, but I'm asking, I'm asking what but, the loss is. You said there's a loss. What is the know, loss exactly? That's the second part of the sentence. But their ability to get future projects funded by places like HBO is going to depend in large part on the profitability of projects they already did, like this one. If they make but a huge thing and everybody pirates it, they're going to go, well, I mean, we're okay, not yeah, doing but that you're, again. you're missing my point. You're missing my point. What if I wouldn't have bought what if what if my option is to either 
be an asshole and pirate it or pay a fee and I'm not but I'm not going to pay the fee. So if I follow your strictures, I'm just not going to see it. So in 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 either case if I pirate it or if I don't buy the subscription and don't watch it, they don't get the money, but in the second case I don't get to see it either. So how how does it hurt yeah. them if I well, watch it when I wouldn't have paid them I'm anyway? How, how does it hurt them? Yeah, if it if you wouldn't have paid for it, it doesn't necessarily, but it's still you benefiting from something. I've actually told a bunch of people, and I, I say this on a regular basis, if something I made is for sale and the choices between you're not going to afford it, so you're never going to see it like anyway, or you see it for free, I would rather the latter happen. And, and basically, I'm giving my permission and blessing to like, if you all the way wouldn't and couldn't pay for it, Anyway, I'd yeah, rather I mean, you see it because what if there's what if there's a, what if there's a million people in Africa that can't afford this at all, and but they could watch the anarchist by pirating it? Do you think that's okay? Well, you, you're talking about okay, as if it's, is it is it is it shitty? Is it is it is it shitty in your terminology for some some it, poor African kid still, in Chad to, to download the movie and watch it? Is that shitty? The, a little bit. Because if they oh knew it was God. trying to be a thing for, for sale, like what I just said about what I tell people, that's me telling it about my stuff. I, I can't tell people, well, you have my permission to watch HBO. Like I, I don't own HBO. For my sm stuff, I would tell people, like if you aren't going to pay for it at all, I guess I'd rather you just get it for nothing rather than not get it. But I can't do that for anybody else. So to get something from somebody that you know damn well made it with the intent of selling it for a profit is a little bit butt-headed again it's not it's not a yeah, well you keep offense. asserting that that was that's that's our you keep asserting it you uh, to my mind you haven't given any reasons to say that it's butt-headed you just think that because you put you know this labor theory of value you put hard work into it and you you intend for people you intend to get a profit off of it and people aren't playing along because you it's can't you haven't found a way to, to exclude them it's that it exists as a result of somebody's effort who doesn't want it to go to people who didn't pay for it. And then it does anyway, because, you know, on a practical term, when it's just zeros and ones, it's basically impossible to stop. Right. But that it's a, doesn't it's a, it's a difficult business model. I agree. A way for people to behave. I don't, I don't think it's intended to be a, uh, I want to give Larkin the last word because I think he said he only had 30 minutes and we're right up against 30 minutes. So um, I'm happy to continue the discussion if you need to go. Larkin, do you want to have the last word? Well, yeah, that was that was basically it. And the thing is, this th there's a lot of other ways in which it applies that I see people, um, and like I noticed you you agreed with with a bunch of things that I agree with as far as like if you have a contract, don't break it and share it. And if you like, if it's possible to limit who can see something, like that's acceptable. Well, except then you said I'd be a butt if I did that, so that was a little confusing. Like. We may agree on a bunch of the, the 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 hypotheticals that we came up with, but there's still just the underlying thing of if you if you support something and want it to keep happening, allowing one person or a small group of people to bear the entire burden of making that exist, and just going well, I'm just going to take it and use it and forward it around and copy it and whatever, it's just sort of it's just sort of a little bit offensive. It's not very yeah, so offensive. You say, so you say, so you say. Yeah. And yeah, it was, I was a little bit surprised that you think it's more buttheaded for somebody to not give away the fruits of their labor for free 
than it is for somebody Fruits else. Fruits of the labor. Here we go with this Marxist, Marxist Lockean bullshit. This is the IP no, idea, man. You're, you, you've got it. Fruits of their labor. No, you don't, there's no such thing as the fruits of your labor. That's a metaphor. What a ridiculous thing to say. Of course there is. You put in lots of effort and make something. That's the fruits of your labor. Like you know, you don't. We don't make things. We we transform things. Well, Wait, I mean, I'm, you're not a Randy, right? <laughs> Look, I was I was just talking to Keith Knight. You know, Keith Knight just published the Voluntarist Handbook. Okay, and. Um, and it's a nice collection of anarchist essays, uh, volunteerist essays. And uh, he, he released it online in a PDF. And I commended him for that because he's not under this stupid delusion. He's going to become a millionaire off the book, and he really wants to spread the ideas. I mean, if you, yeah. if you put a paywall up around these things, then you're restricting it to the rich Westerners. You know, there's lots of poor people in the world who can't access our ideas if we don't make it available to them. Are they entitled, I mean, we only to, care about Are they entitled to somebody else's efforts? No, but if, if you're if you're if you're working for liberty, you're not doing it to make money. You're doing it to spread the word of liberty. But if he, but I, but, I but libertarians but, who but, are trying to actually spread the ideas, right? The, the not, other not, side of that though to, is, like, he'll be able to create more liberty content if he's able to pay his bills and not have to get a day job and not have. It's it, there's a difference between like trying to make it a for profit business and trying to be self sustaining enough to what? buy more bandwidth to make more content. Yeah, let, let me end on this because but, but why I, I did do he do it? Why did he do it? <laughs> yeah, he, can, he can he can follow up as much as he wants. There's also this weird thing, and I've seen it in comments all over the place, including under my video, where people have this thing. Well, this is so important that you shouldn't get paid for it, basically. Like, and I was like, well, if if I mowed lawns and charged people money, you'd go, well, duh, that's fine. But if I yeah. do something way more important, I should do it for free. Where the hell is the logic of that? And by the way, for the last 26 years, the vast majority of what I've made has been available for free. Well, all of it's been available for free. Most of it with my blessing, some without. But this weird attitude that, well, this is so important that nobody should pay you for it. It's just- No, that's not my argument. That's not my argument at all. No, I, I don't have that argument. That's, that's the information wants to be free crowd or whatever. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Okay, well, I have to run so you- <laughs> You too can. I think copying, this, copying, act of love, man. Copying is a, is an act of love. Copy, copy, copy. Nothing wrong with it. No, it's an act of buttheadedness. If the creator didn't want it to be copied. Larkin, thanks for hopping on. I'm going to continue the. I'm going to continue the chat. Larkin, I'll talk to you soon. I think we might be doing another Anarchist following the the next episode of the Anarchist. Right. We'll see how that yeah, goes. Yeah, which is in two days. Yeah. Everybody All right, man. Sign up to HBO <laughs> instead of pirating it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Larry. Later. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, readjust the camera here. There we go. Um, okay. So I think I have a, a a a different argument. He would he was um, saying that people that were stretching their necks to watch a movie that they didn't pay for at the at the drive-in movie theater was bad. I really don't care about that um, because again, my my problem has nothing to do with IP. No, I know um, your, your argument is, actually makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's just okay. Well, <laughs> do you have your any problems with my argument? I, well, I I think that it, 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 I think you're, you're you're trying to say that there's we have some kind of obligation to try to support people that put a lot of work into things that we value, okay, and try not to free ride so much. Um, I just don't know if buying into their copyright business model is the way to do that.
I mean, like I said, mm. I could easily send a donation to these filmmakers right now. I'm sure they have a, a company and, and a PayPal page or a donate button or something like that. Give them money directly. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't think there's a strong obligation to because lots of people can't afford it or they wouldn't have they wouldn't have paid they wouldn't have paid for it anyway. So what's what good does it do to the world if I intentionally refrain from watching it for free when I wouldn't have paid for it? I mean, it just the whole thing makes no sense. Um, and this this whole thing about when the owner in, intended it to, to not be copied. Look, if it's if it's mostly secret and it's behind a paywall and no one's leaked it yet, yeah, I would agree that if you're the guy that leaks it, you're shitty. Okay, but once it's out there, then that business model, that part of the business model, has failed, and now it's publicly available. Yeah, and, and to refine my position even more, I'm not talking about the people that view it without paying for it. I'm talking about the people that that do the sharing that undermine um the uh, the undermine the business model of the liberty activist and business model i'm using very lightly because like we're not out here for profit disenthrall has probably i mean has not made a any appreciable amount of money uh, over the time it's been around um and yet if somebody went out of their way to undermine the little money that it's able to make i would say man that's kind of shitty can you can you not like i give most of my stuff away and if there's something i found that i want to you know ask for money for i find it shitty for people to share it but the viewers the people that consume it i had no contract with them i don't I, i'm not going to get super offended if somebody watches if somebody in africa that can't afford it you know watches a pirated copy of some of i don't have any content it, that i have paywalled right now for the record but if i did if you, if you do well yeah if you if you did i don't know what this candles thing you're talking about was but if, if you took some time to produce something that had an activist cause, but you also need to try to have a business model to get some money from it to make it sustainable and all this. And you chose not to make it public, to, like, not to put it all in for free, but to, to try to keep it paywalled. If you chose to do that, um, I would respect your choice and try not to be the one to upload it to make it easier for everyone else to bust your business model. Yeah. So I would agree with you on that limited case. I wouldn't be the one to upload it. And and even then, I it's not. I'm not claiming that we can attack the people that do the uploading or that that do the distribution. I'm not saying that. I'm just I, I, my position is merely one of, hey, that's shitty behavior. Don't do it. But and now here I'm going to call myself out as a hypocrite because last Sunday, um, we had a, a watch party on our Discord server where we streamed the Anarchist episode one for everybody that wanted to watch it. So technically, I made myself the distributor of that content. And yes, I'm doing yeah. the very thing I'm fucking criticizing right now. Of course. And, so, and, and so I guarantee that, that, that Larkin and everyone else, we all go to these, we, we find pirated content of books online when we're doing research and we can't find it another way. We violate these rules all the time because it's ridiculous. And, and intellectual property is a ridiculous thing, right? And we all sense that information is not an ownable thing. And you're really not hurting anyone when you download and copy information that you can access. As long as you're not breaking a contract or being dishonest when you do it, so my my com my comment was narrowly restricted to the the action of downloading already pirated publicly available information. That was what I was referring to. I don't think that's dickish at all to do that. Um, I don't disagree with you. Uh, yeah. Now I do think that if I'm getting like it's like you know I, I donate money to several people whose podcasts. Uh, I think I throw you money every month. You know I, you do. I support you do. people that I I support people that I I want to encourage and and but it's it's um. The problem, the the other problem is, if it's not a market transaction, then there's no objective number you can come up with. It's all just touchy feely stuff, right? Sure. Um, in which case, if there's no objective number, then you can't criticize someone if their number's zero. I mean, there's really no number whatsoever. Um, 
so um let, let's go to questions there's been a lot of really okay. weird really weird comments <laughs> like just really strange stuff so I'm, uh, here's one uh i he says i have a question for Kinsella. is there any moral weight on an agreement with no associated penalty for removing consent so this would be like a contract with no penalty clause well <clears throat> That's a complicated question because I, I actually don't I, – I, I, I buy into the uh, – I, um, my, I believe in the Rothbard – excuse me, hold on a second. <coughs> Sorry, got a mosquito in my throat or something. Um, the right way to do contracts, I believe, is Rothbard's title transfer theory of contract. So contracts are not to be viewed as binding obligations or promises but only as transfers of title. So if there's no penalty, that means there's no contract because a, a contract has to transfer title to something. So normally a contract would say, I promise not to do this. And if I do, then I owe you damages. That's how contracts are understood now. There's a binding promise, a breach of the contract, and then damages are owed. Under Rothbard's view and under my view, it, it, there's no such thing as breach of a contract. It's just it specifies a condition under which transfer a title is transferred. So it would say, if you do this, then then this much of your money transfers to me. So if the guy says there's no penalty, so all penalty clauses would be a title transfer. So if there's no penalty clause, then there's no contract. Uh, let's see. Pa Paolo says <laughs> for Stefan, the domination model doesn't work. If you need to survive, if you need to survive out of your content, is hard to let it go for free. When you don't have money to pay for groceries, what will be a good solution for you? I think he's saying donation for Liberty stuff doesn't, doesn't work. That's <clears throat> right. That's definitely not a valid, uh, viable business model. Uh, so what's a good solution for Liberty activists? Uh, the only thing I can think of is, uh, uh you know, uh, get a job in an, in an, in a sector where part of your job is doing that. Like you're paid to do that or do what, um, um, Francis Ford Coppola said, you know, like he said, you know, uh, maybe you work a job and then in the morning you write your screenplay. So you, you basically become your own benefactor. I mean, that's what I've done. I have a career. I've had a career and I'm my own benefactor. I don't ask people for money because I know that's not a viable uh, way. So I'm, I support myself. I don't I don't know what else you can do. Maybe ask for charity from foundations. Um, no, it's, it's difficult to get paid to do something that you can't sell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. To it. Okay, so I, I think we've at least come to an agreement on some things. I, I don't feel like I disagree with you. And I, I think you disagree with me on the fine point where I call a specific behavior shitty. So would you like to uh, go and talk about your uh, the plank that you got added uh, to the, what is it, the LP Nevada? Is that something you're interested in if going you, over? Sure. Do you think it's okay to do two things in one? That's okay with me. Oh, my viewers are used to it. <laughs> Let's do I, it. I thought this was a cool topic. Um, would you like me to read it? And then maybe we can talk through uh, how it came to be and why and, 